looking for a podcast about nothing, then you are definitely in the right spot. Join Ross Peterson and Mark Charter each week as they discuss life, current events, and the things you are not allowed to talk about at work. Okay, hang on, because here we go. This is Ross and Mark, Jump the Shark. Jump the Shark is sponsored by Charterhouse Real Estate. Charterhouse can help you save thousands when you sell, and we can help you buy your next home as well. Google Charterhouse to see hundreds of great reviews or learn more about us at charterhouseiowa.com. Now here is the show. I can feel it all the way down in my plums. And we're off with no content, so this is going to be a great episode. We do this from time to time, Ross. Occasionally, we've got a little bit of an agenda. Last week we did when we had Jay from CD, CD and Hobby on. We also knew that we were going to be talking about uh, songs about intercourse and fellatio. So we did that. We hammered that out this week. Uh, the content bag is, is empty, but we'll fill an hour anyway. Uh, or something. Ross is in a hurry today for some reason. He thinks he's important. Uh, I'm not that I've shut up. I got a ton of stuff I'm just nervous about with uh, the big day to, tonight and tomorrow. And then you guys are all just making fun of me for it. And KK joins us. She thinks you're big me. timing us today. I'm not big timing Ross it. Ross thinks that he's more important than everybody else. Okay, so. here's, here's the situation. Closing tomorrow. My sellers live in Coon Rapids. They don't come to Des Moines. So... We are going to meet them in Jefferson tonight to get all the documents signed for this. And I why still, are you so nervous? Because I still have some stuff out there. I just got a text from the buying agent about uh, going, doing a walkthrough tonight, but my sellers still have a couple of things in the house that they wanted to get out of there. So, uh, Yeah, Ross, that's all normal. It's going to happen I know, and this is just deal. my first time. Wait, so what are you scared about? I still don't understand why you're nervous. Yeah. That's really normal. I just got confused that the sellers that live in Coon Rapids still have some stuff they want to get out of the house, which is in Norwalk, so they're coming here to get stuff out of the so house. So why don't they come here to sign docs? That's, I, that's a great question for, <laughs> right, no, so for yeah, yeah. Michael and JC. I asked them if they could come here. That was This is all part of my nervousness and freak out here. You know, you can also tell here. them that they need to stop by here. Hey, Ross, you know um, those, that, those emails that you deleted that were mine? Oh, yeah, that's All why. All those email templates. Oh, Pico the deleter knows about those. So, Pico, in those email <laughs> templates, there's a part that warns them the day they sell their house, like, you have to come to Charter House to sign docs in person with us at Charter House. Yeah, and it might be the day dicks. of closing. Because guess what? We're saving them so much money, the least they can do to sell their house is meet you it's darn right ross on your we're time. gonna save you thousands you can make the trip here to sign the doc why did that I, sounds like why a fair did exchange. you why did we invite katie onto the podcast uh, today you, no you did why did we do that <laughs> you said kk so, you want to be on here today I said, I said katie you want to come on and yell at me for a little while hey i'm make, just trying to help you out yeah huh makes the, me made me feel better the I still sooner don't know what the I'm doing. sooner you um realize that people don't have a problem as long as you just tell them what to do the better off you're going to be have you noticed though and that not ross be nervous. is, is Extremely nice individual. You are nice, too nice. You're going to get sick of traveling and trying to bend over backwards yeah. for your clients. Yeah, it's know. okay to do it yeah. when it really benefits them, but something like this, that's like... We, we, we're we here for the clients, Ross. We are, but uh, not we don't, we don't need to bend into a pretzel. 
for him. When are they know? coming here? They have today off? I don't, that's, when I talked to Michael last night, and we went through all this, because he told me they couldn't come to Des Moines. So that they, I mean, technically they're right. They can go to Norwalk, just not Des Moines. So anyway, so yeah, when, uh, when we get done here, I'm going to, we'll make, although I'm actually okay with the road trip. I'm okay with the road trip that I want to take with you because I kind of need to go to Jefferson anyway. So that's, that was one of the reasons I came in this morning and asked Mark, do you have a real reason to go to Jefferson? Because if you do, I could use the time to sit and just chat with Mark, go over this stuff. One by one again, I'll have a captive audience with Mark. So I was looking at this as an opportunity for me to get some time and, and go through some this windshield stuff. time so with your with your buddy with my buddy, so that I don't have to do this all the time. This is my very first time, so I'm nervous about it. I want it to go smoothly, and I've still got some balls in the air about getting a contractor over there to do some crap mud jacking. Mud get do some mud jacking. Ross is a mud jacker. Man, that's a business we, we should have got in early. It seems like that's something that people need it all the time, man. Concrete leveling is a huge business. Yeah, welcome to Iowa, man. <sighs> yeah, the extreme temperatures. You drill a hole, you jack some mud. Dude, I, I need some extreme mud jacking at my house. It's, uh, you know how sometimes your, your concrete settles a little bit, so when you pull into your driveway, it's a bit of a, bit of a bump up. Like, I've got an extreme bump up. I have not measured it, but it's got to be, I don't know. It doesn't sound much when you say it, but three, four inches. I bet it's at least three, yeah. Which is... It's a lot for going into your garage. But it's like the entire... It's not a piece. It's like the entire slab... It's even, too. ...has sunk over time. So I look forward to that fun expense at some point. Did you guys watch Glee, by the way? No. I, yeah, I watched Glee. Yeah. You're familiar with the cast. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, that cast is cursed, by the way. We talk uh, about things like cyclone curses with all the former players that have died. What do you mean? I'm pretty, I'm pretty I, sure. I, I I'm guess pretty, I haven't followed up I'm on it. I'm pretty sure the third one has died now. This, now, I'm not reporting the actual death because she's missing. But That was this morning, right? She's missing. So the, fir- the first one was the lead. The lead character on Glee, uh, the guy, yeah. um, Corey, was his name in real life. Uh OD'd, I think, is what happened to him. He had a drug problem that was well known, but he OD'd. Then the guy that played, uh, was his name Puck? I don't know. He played you're the punk. At, you're looking at me like he I played, know. He played, <laughs> he played the punk on the show, but yeah. he was a definite, a real cast member. Um, he turns out to be a petter ass in real life. Really? And he offs himself. And now uh, Naya, I think it's uh, Maya or Naya Rivera, who was also a big time cast member. Rinse a pontoon this last weekend, goes boating with her four-year-old mm-hmm. in a California lake. Um, apparently, goes swimming. Um, a boater comes by later and discovers the four-year-old sleeping alone on the boat. She's nowhere to be found, which would typically mean that she drowned. I don't know if she did or not, but you're missing, and you went swimming. So put two and two together on that one. So I think at this point, she's kind of presumed dead. So if you're on the show, Man. if you're on the show Glee, watch out, I guess. Mm. Wow. Have you guys ever seen an episode of Glee? Yeah. You young youngsters? Yeah. You no. guys had to. We'd have, have been right? high school age. But wasn't it like huge with you high school kids? I thought Glee was all the rage. You guys were all going to going there and singing in the, at lunchtime. And Dude, I was like a redneck country You were going boy. into the. Not, not watching Glee. You guys were going into the auditorium in the middle of the night, like footloose. Yeah. Practicing your. No, you, see, we, you, see, what, you see what happens when you have IKK on here. By the way, look at her you get yelled at. Well, no, look at her. She's totally get, on her phone. Yeah. 
yell that get ignored. She's disinterested in what you're asking her, Ross. She's just trying to figure out what to yell at me about next. I mean, do you have anything else to yell at Ross? Oh, about? don't ask her. She's going to find something now. She just went full poop face when I was given that monologue about her right there. That was a poop face, if you guys have ever seen one. <laughs> what? Poop face. <laughs> she, 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 do it. Do it again. Do the face. I can't. I just got this text. Yeah. Uh-oh. It says, hi, Katie. Hawkeyes or Cyclones, Coke or Pepsi, beer or wine. There's so many questions that we're all adamantly divided on. HS or HSA. Finally, a question with only one answer. Please let me know if I can be of any assistance to you or your customers. Uh, hard no. Thanks, Rob. Who the hell was that from? AHS and HSA account manager. Kind of, I mean, it's an interesting approach. Yeah, I huh. guess. Was that a blind text or yeah. like targeted text? Wow. It's from an iPhone. So I'm sure it's, I don't know, I ordered an, I ordered a HSA home warranty yesterday with my email. So I don't know. It must be their new uh, approach to get new clients, I guess. I don't know. Well, you guys are all in sales as well. I guess if something I'm gets I'm just going to start texting random numbers. Hey, do you get this? I get this multiple times a day. They're random. They're probably generated from a computer. Where the text will say something like, uh, Russell, and then a question, or whatever. It's never my own name. It's like the, I think what they want is, this isn't Russell, stop texting me, or what do you want to start a conversation, right? So they just send you whatever to hopefully get your attention. And then the pitch comes at some point after that. I, I've discovered you're a lot better at sensing these things coming than I am, Mark, uh, I I, assume, no, I, I just I assume, assume one out. We, yeah. won't, we won't throw your phone I under just the bus. assume that um, uh, those things are some sort of scam anyway, right? That they're either trying to get access to my phone and do something that I'm just too dumb to figure out, hack my phone in some way, or yeah. get information from me, and that by replying, I'm only giving them. I just don't, I never reply. I guess I've never thought of it as, oh, maybe this is somebody that's eventually going to go, oh, I thought you were my friend Russell because I've got a great deal on insurance. Yeah. But yeah. maybe that's what those things are. So yeah. do you guys, um, we're all on Facebook. What is your initial impression when you get a Facebook request out of the blue from somebody that you might maybe kind of know? They're not a complete total stranger, but they're just Facebooked you out Depends of nowhere. what they look like and what their sex is. Okay, so tell me, tell me more. If it's a girl, if it's a guy, what, what's your opinion? Um, depending on, well, it depends. It depends on the female. Some, I think they probably genuinely want to be my friend. Some want to just creep on my Facebook page. Um, guys, um, again, some want to. Well, we know what they all want because they're guys. Look but. at your photos and. Yeah. Like, I think we were talking about this a couple weeks ago. I'm like, why does this guy sound familiar? And you're like, oh, that's so-and-so. She's a realtor. That's her husband. Yeah. And it was, they had just had drama in their marriage like three or four months ago that we were all jabbering about. Privy and then too. all of a sudden he adds me on Facebook. I'm like, why? I've never met him. Yeah. I know who he is. See, and I agree with you on this one. The, a guy might have good intentions, but it does, if you're a female, it probably feels weird when that happens. Guy randomly kind of out of the blue yeah there hasn't been a, a, a recent conversation you're not doing a deal together you're not whatever and it's like why is this guy especially a married dude yeah like just facebook requesting a girl out of the out of the blue i, I can i can guarantee you that my husband has never like has not facebook requested a female 
Uh, well, he pr- even if he knew her very well, Travis has not. He probably hasn't requested somebody on Facebook for t- he d- 15 years. He doesn't seem like a Facebook requester type. No, never. Now, yeah. he'll accept it. But I also keep my Facebook, I mean, because of the business we're in. And yeah. It's super clean. I'll be friends with anybody. I'm not putting anything on there that's personal enough that I need to just be my friends group. Yeah. Like, I know you kind of monitor yours a little bit different, but that's because we have Charter House. I don't have a business page. Yeah. I have enough, a hard enough time keeping up with Charter House and my personal page. I don't have time to have three. What do you guys think when you get on my, well, we know what Nate thinks when, you know, a random girl, <laughs> when a random girl friend requests him is like, well, she, well first of all, she wants to have my babies, clearly. Is, I mean, that's the only it thing even, it could be. Is it even Facebook? Are you on Facebook? He's on I mean, Facebook. I know yeah. you do the yeah. Facebook for your realtor stuff. Are you on Facebook for the social life? Not really. I mean, right. I have it and I use it, but I, I more so just scroll through and look at stuff. Like I look at memes because I like to laugh. And then I like to send you guys dirty stuff that I find. Oh, Nate, Nate sends then, stupid memes all yeah. the time. The and a lot I'm of sports like, okay, stuff, a lot of sports news that. and stuff yeah. like that. Okay. Like ESPN will break news on there so all the time. So when you do, get the, uh, when you do get the random friend request, how does that? I mean, I get a lot of random friend requests, both guys and girls. If they're in the Metro, I typically accept it just for the exposure aspect of it. Because anything I post on my business page, I then immediately share it. On my See, this page. just personally so. bothers me because there's been instances, even with Nate, where I'll say, hey, tell me about Joe, Joe Boo here, who you're friends with on Facebook. I have no idea. He's like, I don't know who that is. I'm like, well, why are you, why are you friends? But I, don't, but I don't post anything really personal on Facebook. Like, I get the request mm-hmm. from people that clearly heard about me through a mutual friend or whatever and basically never accept those because it's a pretty simple rule if if we've never had personal contact if we've never shared a lunch a coffee a something no i I don't want you in on my personal life which my facebook page is my personal life frankly um it just feels weird to even make that request well and like you know you have a business page so i could see that Totally, but, totally different on the business page. I mean, obviously, yeah. anybody that wants to like that, by all means, go ahead and do it. But I don't know. Uh, I, so I do things a little bit different because if... Shocker. It, the first thing is it depends on how many mutual friends I have. And I will usually go and look at who, who those mutual friends are. If it's like above 30, yeah, I'll usually just accept the friend request because I realize I know this person from somewhere. I probably went to school with them because normally if it's like... In, there's this range of like 75 to 150 where I know that's got to be an East Sider because yeah. that's all the people, that's all my friend group. But if it's there. one or two. If it's one, and it's almost always the same one or two people. And it's my friends that are like stand up comedians. Yeah. But so before you could really do business pages on Facebook, you just were doing that. You were accepting as many people as sure. you could because you were, they were doing the Nate Lee Realtor thing on Facebook. They just were doing it for their own comedy uh-huh. page. How many on. Answered friend request do you guys have on Facebook? Oh man, I have, I have over four hundred. Yeah, there's a lot of them over there, out there. Just people, and the, these are people that they'll request to be my friend. How far back does that go? Oh, I have a long time. I have zero, but I like as I come in, I you, you know, I, I, I look and I'm like, oh, this is. Yeah. I personally this think is clearly I, ISIS. I don't know. I'd be curious of the four hundred. How many you know? But you're a you're you're a. Um, I know a lot of them. You're not you're not an unpretty girl. I'll I'll phrase it that way. So I think you probably just get a ton of them just based off profile photo. Don't know her. Boom. We'll we'll take a chance. Yeah. It's like the numbers game, right? But in your 
in your profile picture, you do have, it's your family, Travis and the, and Audrey are in the picture with you, right? I think. Yeah, I think so. So yep. does that, do you get a lot, man? Like man, a, hus- a husband and a baby's not going to stop someone, man. Does it? <laughs> yeah. I you, mean, does it stop someone I mean, from Katie, trying? Normal people. Do you get, no, I don't know. Well, and I don't want to judge because, you know, like I, I added, we have some new neighbors and I added a bunch of the new neighbors. Right. Now I always add their wives. I always add the female. Right. And then sometimes like I'll add the males if I've talked to them numerous times. Um, I don't want to, I think a lot of them. Yeah. They don't necessarily have good intentions. Do you get private messages from guys that are like, no, Oh God, that's what I was wondering. I don't know. Randomly. If I do, it's a spam. It's like some type of spam or some person that we have zero mutual friends. I'm not their Facebook friend and I'll get a message from them and it'll go to that. You know, this person wants to send you a message folder. She gets them in real life. Like at the gas station the other day, someone called her sexy boo-boo. That was their come. That was their come online. Hey, sexy boo-boo. Yeah, that was interesting. <laughs> I am Haven't you ever had this happen to you, Ross, when you're pumping gas? Someone's Literally. like, hey, well, what, sexy I have, what I have had happen is when I see a hottie at the gas station yeah. and I go, hey, sexy boo-boo, numerous times where girls are like, oh, my God, do me now. Oh, and they are thanks. like, they're like, that's the greatest, <laughs> that's the greatest line I've ever heard. Do me now. Heck, hey, sexy boo-boo. Yeah, the number of times I've had sex at a gas pump because of Hey Sexy Boo Boo. Apparently, this guy thought that line would work on KK 14. and was not happy when it didn't work. So. 30, how, how many times Hey Sexy Boo Boo worked pregnant. for you? Oh, 30, yeah. yeah, that's the other part. Pumping <laughs> gas, minding yeah. my own business. <laughs> Guys are amazing, man. Well, some, some, some of them are. And then you were a, a, a racist, right? Yeah, no, yeah. you even said thank you for, to the compliment. I said thank you and smiled. And he's like, oh, you're one of those, aren't you? <laughs> and I'm like, um, no, I'm you're not one of, the, one of those. Oh, you're one of them pregnant prudes. I get it. <laughs> no, and then he goes, you a racist. <laughs> and at this point, I'm like, okay, what? with today, the world we're in right now. That's where you just, just kind of say nothing and get in your car. Get and in your car. Yeah. Drive away. <laughs> yep. Check yep. your rear view mirror. Pump in the tank. That's where you're cares? super pissed that he can see your license plate <laughs> as you drive away. It's oh, like, oh, man, man, where's this going to end? But I don't know. So anyway, Nate, uh, you're still sucks, technically Katie. a single dude. So sexy boo-boo probably doesn't work that well for the pickup line. I've never tried. I don't know what the right answer was. Like, thanks, honey. The right answer was you got room in that back seat. I mean, that that was the right answer. That's what he was looking for. Jesus. Oh, man, I've been fishing for a compliment all day, and you just gave it to me, so... So you, you earned a cookie. You know, oh that's, that was the actual right answer. Um, what were, oh, Facebook, we were talking about. So, so Ross was talking about me sniffing stuff out. And, and yeah, so that this happened this, this past week. I'm not outing anybody. I don't blame the attempts. But I got a friend request. My wife got a friend request uh, from the same person back to back that, no, that knows Ross. And I was saying, there's a pitch coming. Hundred percent. Yeah, there's you, a pitch you coming. You said it the day that it happened. You, you even called me. You're like, something's gonna, something's hap- coming here. Yep. I'm like, no, no, man. That's just a guy. This nice guy being nice guy. Yeah, I've driven around the block a couple times, Ross. Yeah. yeah. At this point, so I can I can sniff those things out. It's it's not a problem. So, so tonight, Ross, did you say why we're going to Jefferson? Why I'm why I'm going to Jefferson? We, so you're going to Jefferson because you're uh, degenerate and you want to get uh, your DraftKings app. 
downloaded and active at the casino in Jefferson. That's correct. You are also going to assist me because I am having my first closing tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. We've got to get the doc signed up there. That's not technically true, is it? You've had a closing before. I have had, well, have I technically? Uh, well, it was your buyer that you were not representing, so there you go. So there's, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. In theory. In theory. A buyer, a buyer closing is a lot easier than a listing closing, too. Yeah, it is. Yeah, so this is my first one that I'm uh, kind of in charge of with all the docs and all that stuff. So you're going up there to kind of uh, hold my hand through that process, be my notary, and uh, have some fun. And then we'll go uh, you know, have dinner and put some money on black and, and come home. You promised to buy me a seafood dinner. Never seafood call me again. Seafood dinner, whatever you'd like, sure. I said that to KK the other day. I referenced it, and she said something like, is that some sexual thing? And I'm like, no. <laughs> it's like when people haven't seen classic movies and you use a line, it's so futile. Man. I get it's this just, all the time, man. With, Dorothy with Mantooth is a saint. KK, okay, that's all I need to say. That's fair I mean, because every other thing that comes out of your mouth is what? appropriate. That that is so far from reality. It's ridiculous, guys. I'd say it's like every fourth thing. Okay, yeah. okay. He okay. gets a couple I'd, I'd of good, that. and then every now and again you get him on a streak where he gets four or five good things in a row, seven, eight, and you're like, yeah. And then he'll he bombard started. you with three or four <laughs> low blows. But low blows? What are we talking about? The here? gutter stuff. Jeez, oh, man. I think I could get this ball in that duct. No. I don't <laughs> think you should try because... <laughs> how did, you guys, how did you guys do in the contest, by <laughs> the way, squirrel, yesterday? Squirrel. We had a contest squirrel here. Uh, why do we have to bring up if, the contest? If people ever want to work some more fun, we had fun here. Yeah. Some um, of us had fun. Now, some here, of here, us did now, not. Now, I'm, I'm going to let KK say whatever she wants to say about the contest. She's okay. on here. She can, she can sit, go where, anywhere she wants to go. What I found odd yesterday is I love women. I'm going to say it. Women are great. Okay? And at Charter House, we want more women. And we've got, so we got 12 people now. Careful. Don't touch the horse. We've got 12 people now. Uh, you don't know where that's been. Eight dudes, and we're bringing on our fourth female. So I'd love to balance that out, right? So I'd love to not. No, I'm just kidding. Taylor. Taylor is, jo- Taylor is joining us, by the way. So Taylor is uh, 20, and she drag races on the weekends. So that's kind of cool. Um so she's joined us. She joined us for the first time yesterday, and we decided to give away some prizes yesterday. So I went back to my youth where I loved a game called the Grand Prize Game, which was on the Bozo Show, which aired on WGN. Some people listening know what the Bozo Show was. Never heard of it. So anyway, Man. the Grand Prize Game was a game where the, the kid at the end could win some prizes by taking a ping pong ball and tossing them into buckets, and the buckets were one through six, and they got farther and farther away. And we did a version of that yesterday with a squishy basketball and actual bucket buckets, big buckets. And we set it farther out. And the goal of this was, uh, obviously if you won, if you got the ball in the farthest bucket that you could pick out of the prize pool. So we had a couple TVs and some other cool stuff because that's how we roll at charter house. If you want cool prizes, come work here. So anyway, everybody got an opportunity at this. Okay. And bucket one was pretty darn close, right? Two feet. Away. No one missed it. So well, John did on purpose. Yeah. So, so anyway, we all, everybody gets a turn. Eight people made it to at least bucket two. My husband is for sure not going to think I'm sexy four, after he hears this. Four, four people, four people only made it to bucket one and missed on bucket two. So and if I told you the breakdown was all guys made it and all girls missed it, that would sound bad and sexist, but it's true. That's what happened yesterday, and it shocked me 
because we're not talking about something where athletic prowess was winning the day. Uh, I mean, this is an underhanded little toss into a bucket. Four, three, four. So three. I walked away yesterday trying to figure out what the hell just happened. Okay, but so this is the first round. So all of us girls were out. The guys were in the next round. There were several guys that missed the second bucket for the second round of the prize went to win the prizes. Several of them. Either one of you two. That's how like a tournament works, though. I mean, you you can't. You can't expect Michael Jordan to score 50 points in game one and move on to round two, and then he only scores 20. I mean, that, that, that happens. You know? Yeah, that, that was know. me. That was me. But I ended up only with – I think I only had one, but so did Vince, and then he and I went back and forth for a while. Ever. And we then both screwed it and blew a gas. And then, and, then, and then I got hot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but yeah. what I'm saying is that I just think it was a coincidence – it wasn't just because of we're all females. So Ross, I'm gonna put you on the spot because I love love to do it. I mean, that's what this show's about. What what the hell happened yesterday? We need a Ross Peterson theory. I, I don't think it had anything. I'm with you guys. It had anything to do with athletic prowess. I think it it has a little bit more to do with like Katie's mad that the guys missed it on that second turn. I think that shows. That it was pretty easy to miss that second bucket. It really was. I mean, I, I bet if you took the number of people that actually stepped up to the line and then started the game, I bet half the people missed that second bucket. I'm pissed because it looks so easy and I fucking it, missed and it. And it was, and, it, and I missed it the second bucket one of the times too. I don't remember if like, it was in so one of the stupid. second rounds or in the, in the playoff round or whatever. I missed the second bucket also. And and John missed the second bucket. I think Reed, who ended up hitting the sixth bucket a couple times, missed the second bucket one time. So, I mean, it happened. It, so, it was easier to miss that second bucket than, we are, than we're telling ourselves. I think it just so happened that it was the four girls that missed it the first time. Um, Taylor was wearing pretty high heels. KK is like 14 months pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You yeah. know, so I mean, it, it's, so you've got a couple of things right there that are just built in different than us. Yeah, I don't disadvantages. I mean, KK, when was the last time KK played bags in the backyard? I don't know, but I probably last weekend. Well, mm-hmm. maybe. No, I, I didn't. Right. No, uh, my point, I, my point and being, I'm good like, at bags. Like I don't. Yeah. That's what. That's why you're so disappointed so in yourself. I don't think. I don't yeah, think. It's I, I messed sex. up a couple. I'm holding on to this ball right now. It's not a round ball. So there were a couple times where I'd get to like the third one, and I would definitely miss because I the ball would roll weird off my hand because yeah. it's not. Around. I'm not gonna blame the ball. I'm just. Gonna I also blame think it nerves. On. Nerves plays a little bit of a role in this too. Yeah. Everybody's watching. Everyone was watching everyone else and trying to win some prizes. And like I yeah. went last out of everybody, and I was thinking, how is everybody? How are so many people missing the third bucket? It was surprising me, and then I was getting even more nervous because I'm like, okay, this looks so easy. How can these people not mi- make the third bucket? Yeah. I thought for sure I'd make it to three, not four. So, that was too far. so then at the end, we gave the girls a chance to try something else to win a prize. And what was interesting here is just the choice that people will make. They all got one more turn at it. Bucket six was probably, how far was it been? 15 feet? Uh, yeah, by 15 feet away? Yeah, at least. Yeah. So bucket six, 15 feet away. Bucket one, two feet away, roughly. And they were, they, were, they were given a choice um, of taking bucket one. They had to make bucket one, but... Bucket one was a $10 Starbucks gift card. Or they could try for bucket six and win a TV. And all four chose to go for the TV. Hell yes. Well, so, so Taylor was totally going to do the 10, and we all talked her out of it, and I kind of feel bad. Yeah, we peer pressured that girl for sure. 
So how much would the first bucket have had to have been worth for you to take bucket one over bucket six? None for me. You buy me free Starbucks all the time. Okay, we'll change it. What if it was just cash? <laughs> just cash. How much? 50 bucks. Uh, 50 probably. 50 bucks you would have yeah. done it? I, maybe even 40 because I the chances of me hitting that last bucket when I couldn't even hit the fucking second bucket. <laughs> There's the F-bomb. We're, we're, uh, there there oh, it is. You did one like three minutes ago, man. <laughs> I didn't hear the first one. Yeah, we've already slapped the explicit on this uh, one. The, yeah. I was going to say 25 If you would have said, all right, $25 to drop it in the bucket. Because, I mean, it was literally a drop in the bucket. Yeah. Or or the TV. But you people need to know what kind of TV we were talking about here, man. These were you the two TVs that you gave away were, were a 62-inch. It and was a, 65. Oh, 65. Sorry, Nate. And a 58-inch yep. Vizio TV. The, it, it wasn't like, hey, man, I found some old tube TVs. You guys can hook up the yeah. 8-bit Nintendo to. No, these were really nice televisions. So I think that was part of it also. Like, if it were, if it was some, you know, if it were a Westinghouse yeah. 33-inch TV that you had sitting over there, yeah, I probably would have taken the $25, right? But and, but the fact that it's that, I I, I mean, that's a, that's a nice and somehow prize. Nate And somehow Nate ended up with the, the, it's a, it's the a, biggest yeah. TV, even though he didn't win. The biggest con of all time, what happened here, man? So I, so here, here's what happened, is I got second place. Shenanigans. Yeah, so so, Reed, so Reed, for sure. Reed makes, Reed wins, and Reed makes a logical on. choice. Hang on, let me you tell did, my story. You didn't, you, you're skipping way past no. all the stuff here. He didn't just, oh, I finished second place. He was, you said seven guys hit that second bucket and seven different, so seven guys moved on to the second round, yeah. but you only had six prizes and you were only giving six places into that second round. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, only two guys only made the second bucket. So Nate had to barely made it into the finals so is what Nate, you're saying. Yeah. Nate and Benz had to do a playoff to get into the final like, spot. Like, yeah. like so eight Nate, times. Nate, Nate's the wild card <laughs> yes, team. Nate's yes. a wild card winner. Neither one of them could hit the third bucket like four or five I'm times. A, is it the 2009, the 2009 when the Giants beat the... Yeah, right. I'm the 2009. This, this is an example of, this is an example of survive in advance. I mean, that's yes. what it was. Yes. He was and surviving. Here's the yes. other thing that, that benefited Nate. is because Especially, KK, think of how many times Nate and Benz got, or got <laughs> up there and screwed go. that over and screwed that over. A lot of times. They missed a bunch yeah so these two dudes then what happened with nate was he got the most looks he got the yeah. most practice and the most time of doing it and getting that rhythm of getting yeah. it so then all of a sudden he finally gets past Benz after like 14 times yes that was a lot and he smokes his way all the way to the finals yeah i, I hit the third bucket every time after that yeah. but anyway so every then he time. ends up second so reed picks first prize reed takes logically the 65 inch tv Nate goes second, he takes a 58, and then on from down down from there, the prizes went. And then somehow, they they switched. They so switched Reed, TVs. So Reed, Reed called, texted his girlfriend, who was at home, and said, measure, because I feel like a 65 is too big for the living room. And she went and measured and was like, yeah, it's a little bit too big. Yeah. So he's like. That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, she didn't. Good job. No, no, no she didn't. Not at all. Well, so, yeah, so if you ever want to try to win a prize, come work here. That's the moral of that story. So I, I was talking with uh, Ross. Now, we've talked about this on the program before. Um, something's going off in the distance there. What is that? Scared me. I don't know. Oh, they're cut, weird cutting concrete out yeah. there. Yeah, they're, they're, put, they're, putting up a, ball in that they're putting up a Casey's uh, <laughs> across the street, and they're putting up, uh, like, steel girders today. 
So uh, I was talking to my wife about this the other day. Um, KK can definitely weigh in on this. Um, she's still technically a newlywed. She's only been married a couple of years. I said that it, it's weird to go through life. It's one of the oddities of marriage. You go through your entire life assuming you didn't have to share a room or something like that in your own bed, your whole life. Sleeping by yourself, by yourself, by yourself, by yourself. Some people get in their 30s before they're married, later by, by yourself, by yourself, by yourself. And then the day you get married, it's like now you got a bunk mate. And now you're sleeping with another person in the bed. But now, obviously, ob typically, yeah, the day you get married. I mean, not all of us are sinners like you and cohabitated before our marriages. Oh my gosh. So, anyway, right. so anyway, um, yeah, so I did not, for the record, by the way. I was a virgin on my wedding day. Shut the front door. So anyway, on, uh, so now you're sleeping with somebody. So the ultimate question is, is that a normal natural thing? Does it take time to get used to that? I personally do sleep in the same bed with my wife, but we are, we are the no contact. We have a no contact order. The judge has signed it. We have a large bed. She stays... On her half, I stand mine. Uh, we don't touch. Um, I know KK well enough to know that she'll say she makes her husband touch her at some point. So she's more the cuddly type. No, not when I'm sleeping. Just oh. when I'm going to sleep. Even before? Yeah, before. Rub my back. <laughs> Does it sound like a request or a demand? That was a demand. Travis would definitely <laughs> say demand. So where do you guys fall on the sleeping together thing? Because there are a lot of couples, especially as they advance in age, that do the completely separate rooms. They do, maybe it's the same room, two beds. Uh, Brady Bunch style. They used to do it back on the yeah, old TV right, shows, right? right. Um, where do you fall on this? Aaron and I have been on all sides of this except for the multiple beds in one room. We've gone years without sleeping in the same room together. And for uh, you, that's normal, and it's about sleep for yeah, the most it was just, part. Yeah, right. It was, and it wasn't about fighting or not. It was just that's the way it was. Aaron was going to bed super early or super late, and it just made easier sleeping arrangements at that time to do that. Uh, we have a huge king size bed, so we can do the no contact order thing. I'm I have told you this a lot. I'm a lot more of the girl, traditional female in our in my relationship with my wife, and that I'm a cuddler. I would like every night to be able to kind of spoon my wife and, you know, get in there and cuddle and fall asleep snuggling and then, you know, separate and, uh, and, and, and fall asleep. Aaron hates Aaron. When I touch Aaron, it's like a bug has crawled on her shoulder, right? She just gets that gooey, get away from me thing. And I get kicked if my foot gets too close and all this stuff. I get told I sleep sideways in the bed, which is a total lie. But so that, so it's Aaron, Right now, it's no. There's no contact order. Once we're, once it's time to go to sleep, it's the fan is on. I'm trying to be cool. Yeah, don't touch me while I'm sleeping. Kind of like KK, in that the sleeping aspect. So right now, though, same room, different room. Same room. Same room. Yep. Okay. Has same room for, I don't know, a year I'd say, because we moved Eli's bedroom upstairs. Erin changed her schedule. She started working overnights. Yeah. So it's just, it, yeah, now the sleeping pattern Now the sub-question of this, and we'll go to KK next, but the sub-question is, have you um, ever ordered, well, you wouldn't do this because I know you well enough, but have you ever ordered your wife on a particular night to the couch, or has she done it to you? You're fighting, and oh, like someone gets sent to the couch. Yeah. They need a timeout. Yeah, I don't, not, not fighting is 
pretty rare because we're good. We fight enough that we could fight laying next to each other in bed, and it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. No, for us, it's when I fart. Mm. It's when I get when I come to bed and I'm like real gassy because mm. I get these comical, you know, four second loud vibrate the bed farts, <laughs> and she'll she'll be like, "I that's gross. I'm going to the living room." And storm away. I, I was just told KK the other day because I came in here for our meeting yesterday and I said, hey, I need some help from her and Kim. Or maybe it was her and uh, Nicole. Maybe all three of them. I don't need your wife to not like me. No, no, no. I didn't know. I was just asking you. Uh, my wife does like you. Uh, I was just asking for your advice because something weird happened at home with the sleeping situation that fits into this conversation. Uh, Aaron had worked overnight one of the nights this week. So normally that just means she's going to stay in that pattern, kind of stay up overnight and then fall asleep during the day. So I laid Audrey down. It's like 8.30, 9 o'clock. I saw Aaron was laying in the bed, and I thought, man, I'm tired, so I'm going to go in there. I can fall asleep with the lights on and the TV on. So I thought Aaron was going to lay in bed and watch TV, and I'd be able to fall asleep next to her, and then everything would be good. So I went in, and as I start to like lay down in bed, she's like, well, I'm getting up. I'm going to go out and lay in the living room. I'm like, well, why? She goes, because I don't want to watch TV. I said, well, that's fine. You can watch TV in here. I, I, I just wanted to lay down with you and hang out. You can watch, because I even enjoy some of the shows that she yeah. watches. So I'm like, you can watch one of your shows. I'm fine with that. She's like, no, no, it's good. I'm going out into the living room. And I just thought that was weird. And so she went out into the living room. Well, it, it, something about it kind of woke me up. Or I watched something anyway. Pretty soon I realized I'm awake. I'm going to go hang out with Eli rather than lay here in bed at 8.30. Mm-hmm. So I got up, I went upstairs, and I hung out with Eli for like an 45 minutes or so. And when I came down, Aaron was laying in bed asleep. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell? So you're getting the vibe on this particular evening, she's avoiding you. So all I did, I laid those that set of facts out for the ladies in the office yesterday. I said, am I, am I reading into this? Yeah. Or is this something that you guys hear and go, you, and I barely finished the story, and Katie says, what'd you do? <laughs> what'd you do i said so she's mad at me right she, and they're all like oh yeah she's mad at you it kind of like, seems that way from what you just said she promises it's not the case i even went home and tried to address it again and say hey here's the deal this is what i'm seeing something's wrong she's like i promise it's not it i just my schedule is all wonky i'm you know yeah i'm i'm sleep deprived i'm mad at the kids i'm all the things so all right kk you're only married two years so again you're in the newlywed stage but the idea of uh sleeping apart thing um, Can you envision a day where it happens? Not with our, no. Not not for us because we we go to bed at the same time. We get up at the same time. Do you watch TV when you go to bed? Um, You're not a big TV person I at all. I don't run the remote, but usually there's something on. And then, you know, sometimes we'll fall asleep to it and Travis will turn it off at some point in the middle of the night. And sometimes we'll turn it off and go to sleep. But no, I, I can go... I can go to bed with or without it. It doesn't. I grew up with parents who slept in the same bed every single night. Um, That was just, that was normal. And I don't, we've never, Travis and I have never slept separate. Not a fight, not mad, nothing. Wow. Travis has never felt the Now, I went to the the couch. couch usually to try to pull my shit together, but we've never slept separate so you had the fight you're super ticked and you left to uh not say some terrible things yeah pretty much <laughs> no, knowing you they were coming yeah yeah it's like, i need to get out of here but then you always you didn't go the whole night though no yeah 
the uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I used to think that would be some sign of a problem in a marriage if couples slept apart. But now I kind of think it's just normal for a lot of people. See, and I don't think it's normal unless you have a good reason. Like so work snoring. schedules. Some, some people's reason snoring. Someone snores and the other one can't sleep. Yeah. I don't know. I do think that it can cause, it can probably cause some unnecessary separation in a marriage. Yeah. I mean, I don't, you, does that make sense? Yeah. Like if, if there's not a good reason or let's say somebody snores just a little bit, I like I snore when I'm pregnant, especially right now. And Travis wears ear, earplugs to bed every single night and with a pillow <laughs> over his head. And I've told him before, I'm like, I will go to sleep in the other bed. And he's like, no, it's fine. That poor bastard. Yeah. But thank God I only do it when I'm pregnant. To your knowledge. No, uh, he, he'll, he'll say it's just when I'm pregnant. I think it's all the extra pressure. Yeah. It's, and I, I try to sleep on my sides, but I wake up on my back and I wake up. I wake myself up. By snoring. snoring. <laughs> so yeah. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man everyone's done that where you just jar yourself awake yeah. like, oh man what the hell was that mine's farting i don't you sm- fart yourself awake i have farted myself awake it's I've like done a, it before when, I, when oh, yeah. the goodwill hunting story when oh yeah, 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 yeah about yeah. his wife doing it mm-hmm. yeah i've done like, i blamed it dozens, on the dozens of times i have wow yeah and it usually like i wake up i'm like oh wow that's a really good one and as soon as it ends i hear Gross. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, I'm on record on the show saying I fart very, very infrequently, yeah. especially around my wife. But the other day, she went into the bathroom, and to get into our bathroom, um, there's not a direct door um, from our master bedroom into the bath. It's around a wall, but, you know. It's open. It's open. Um, but she was in there doing her thing, and, and – I thought I, I let out just a little one, to be honest. <laughs> and like, this is how rare it is because if I happen to do it, she'll always comment on it. She's like, you it's know, like, oh. I, you know, I can hear you, right? <laughs> I, what are you talking about? Like, I heard that. Like, she'll comment on it. Did it's it so, embarrass you? No, because I'm a human being. You know, it does happen from time to time. But like as Ross has described himself, he farts like all the time. He's probably done it since we started recording. No, so do I. No, I no because I, I don't do it in, and in I public. D- and I don't. I'll have whole days go by where someone will talk about farting, and I'll realize there's a client walking out of here. But anyway, I'll realize, <laughs> I'll realize, I, you know, I haven't done it all day, not, not a single time. You haven't farted. Yes. Which surprises me with your diet that you're not more gassy. Yeah, dude, you. I'm just a machine. So I must be in some form, and I don't. Maybe maybe this isn't even a thing. Maybe you either. It's like being pregnant. You either are, you aren't. But I feel like I've got to be some form of lactose intolerant because I do find like if I eat ice cream or if I drink milk or even have a bowl of cereal, if I if dairy's a part of my diet. KK would does kill it make it. you sick or just make no, you No, it doesn't make me sick at all. I don't, I don't ever feel I don't feel think you're gross. lactose intolerant. That's pretty normal. Like okay. my brother-in-law or, and my sister, if they eat ice cream, just like, they're going to have to poop within an hour. Yeah. Like they need to get home or they're going to shit their pants. It just means, must be something. KK would kill herself if she had. But it probably is the lactose. If she could not eat ice cream, she would kill herself. That's I like, love ice cream. I, <laughs> that's I, such your favorite so thing. Sad. Like I, the only thing uh, you talk about a lot. Food wise is ice cream. I, Cold Stone is like a guilty pleasure, man. Uh, they are. They what just, do you get when you're there? Uh, German chocolate cake, chocolate ice cream. It's got coconut, almonds, 
caramel, and a brownie smashed into it. That, to me, that's a little too rich, although I get the peanut butter and the uh, chocolate thing, whatever it's called there. Peanut butter chocolate. Yeah, like. yeah. Baskin-Robbins yeah. makes a peanut butter chocolate shake. I love. We don't have a lot of Baskin-Robbins around here, by the way. We don't. Do we have any? No. I don't know. No, in the metro? More, I think they're more down south. We don't have any Baskin-Robbins in the metro? Is start that, would start that be running true? into them in Missouri, and you used to find them a lot more in the south, I think. My sister lived in Kansas City, and she loved it, so we would go there quite a bit, so... KK is doing calisthenics right now. She's doing pregnant, pregnant aerobics. You okay. I wish this was on video. She's just stretching, Ross. That's all she's doing. So stretching my back. So Nate, uh, you're not married. So when you take home your Tinder girls, uh, do you uh, <laughs> oh do you sleep Jesus in the same Christ. bed? <laughs> or it never gets that far. Yeah, like when I like when I have girlfriends and stuff. Yeah, when we sleep in the same bed. It's, it's certainly an adjustment period, especially with different people. I mean. Um, <laughs> All the girl, all the girls that have lived at his house. It's just weird. Years. Don't don't you guys think like my mind goes weird places on this stuff? But it's just weird that you go from like not doing that to all of a sudden like we're together. So now we just share a bed. Oh, well, usually, usually it seems odd. Usually it's alcohol is involved. It's like we go out yeah. on a date night or something and we start drinking and it's like I either need to go home or you pass out more than and, you go to sleep. And then the conversation is well, let's just keep partying. And you can just stay the night. Well, and. Mark, you're making it sound. <laughs> and Ross is doing eyebrows. Like those, <laughs> those are pure intentions. It's like uh, sure they are. Enjoy the there, night, and you don't need to go home. There are uh -huh. very, very few people in today's world that go from not ever sleeping in a bed to being married, and then you share a bed every single day. Ninety-nine, probably plus percent of people started spending the night with each other maybe a night a week and then two nights a week and then three nights and then they move in together and they're boning <laughs> they're they're not virgins i mean there are some there's not a lot they be boning That's but it's not like you just go from your own bed to okay now it's our wedding night now we're gonna sleep mm -hmm. together that's it's a pretty same with you 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 might not have lived with Katie, but you guys definitely spent the night and well stayed boned. with each other and did naughty things. Uh, it's a well-documented story. This was It's funny how you set your own morality in life, what works for you, what, what you can tolerate, what you can't. When we got engaged, we were engaged for six months. We got engaged at the end of February. We were married in October. And for, for whatever reason, call it, call it religious if you'd like, um, we did not do the, the dirty deed those six months. But you did other things. Well, see, that's where we were drawing the lines, right? What's, what's allowed and what's not. My PP was not allowed in her VV. That was, that was the, <laughs> that was the line that we I drew. Just, I just don't understand the point of that. Like if you're going to do other things, I think, the, the I think, point? I think the point was, it's like, if we, know, if we had done this the way that God intended it, then we would have not been virgins. So let's do the best we can to make that day as special as we can and have something to look forward to. Yeah. I, I think that's I, what it was. I get it. And I think a lot of people do that to where they, they'll say, okay, we're not going to do this for three months. Then it's exciting. You're really looking forward to it or whatever. But I also, like if you were to ask somebody, how many people have you had sex with? Well, what do you call sex? I call sex a PP and a VV. So mm -hmm. that number is probably for most people going to be less than if you call making out sex. Sometimes making out what? is like yeah. fellatio. 
Or well, that's not making out. My, when I hear making out, I don't think that, Nate. I think you just well, want another stepping, level. stepping it up a little bit. I mean. But you get my point. Like other. Nate's over there trying to calculate his numbers right now. We're over a thousand. <laughs> right. we're, we're still exactly. going. It's amazing Jesus how. Christ. That's making out. Like what's first base? Uh, basically 69 is, uh, is, <laughs> is first base. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what, Nate, Nate what, what's expected on those tender first dates? It's like it used to be. Back when Ross and I were young gentlemen, we'd say For the record has been we, a long time. We so were hoping we we were hoping maybe if we played our cards right, we'd get a kisser at the end yeah, of the night. Absolutely right. Kiss her at the end that, of the night. How innocent does that seem now, man? But that is it's, exactly and like Nate's when you like, went, if I take her out for a nice dinner and I don't get a blowjob, someone got robbed. It's like, it's, right. like it's, you, it's ridiculous. It's like you think I live on Tinder and I, oh, I'm constantly on Tinder. I've been on Tinder in a long time. I mean, when time. did when did to, we when did we go from a kiss to a blowjob as a first worst, date? Standard? And that's not usually a thing in either. Like typically, typically when I well more in the last four years when I've been on Tinder as, as a dating app. So the first date is is that, and it's go have dinner, go have drinks, whatever, and you hope to get like a hug or maybe a kiss at the end of the night, and then date two, a hug, that's all uncomfortable. all the rules are over on date two. <laughs> I don't know that's because even like when I was dating, and the dating scene was so was drastically different than it is today. So if you were dating now in the Tinder era, would you just? It's an expectation that if a guy takes you out for dinner and drinks that you're that he's going to try to kiss you. I mean, that's normal, right? Like you'd expect that or would you think even that's still a little bit forward on a first date if you've just met the guy? I don't know. It depends how much I'd like it. I'll be honest with you. My Like on an actual first date for me, my my move at the end of the night is I usually walk her to her car because I usually meet somewhere. Yeah. And it's uh, it was a good to meet you and a hug and, uh, you know, uh, let's do this again. And that was the end of the night. And then date two is game one. No, I'm just kidding. I can give off a really <laughs> strong vibe if I'm not feeling something. Like I can, I will make the initiative. Like when we're walking out of the restaurant, well, like thanks for dinner. It was really good. Like I don't need you to walk me to my car. And you like air high five them. Hey, yeah. see ya. Stay strong, yeah. brother. I've never thanks experienced for, thanks for dinner. that. Mo- see most never. of <laughs> most of my first dates that are just drinks and conversation are good because in Katie's own words, I can talk to a frog. So I feel like I'm able to keep it flowing fine. How often, because you did date before you were married, how often would that happen when you'd have a first date and, and you're just like, this isn't Usually happening. no in the first 10 minutes. Really? Like sometimes but you agreed, But you agreed to go. So yeah. so why was that if you, were, you weren't, you just didn't know when you got asked out if you were feeling it then? You needed a conversation to figure that out? Well, if you meet somebody somewhat blindly, a friend set you up or yeah. I was never... I had a Tinder profile. I think I might still. Maybe it's active. I don't even know. Hmm. I was on it for like literally a day. Travis going to find I'm that like, someday. <laughs> I think like, he. Whoa. Like I couldn't tell you what my profile picture is, what it says. I can't. I can't remember. I know yeah. that I made one at some point, but Tinder was brand new. Other than Tinder, it was like matching farmers only. <laughs> yeah. Do girls get nervous then if you're on a date with a guy and then? Um, the night's winding down and you're approaching that time where you think, okay, if he was going to try to kiss me, it's coming up soon. And I don't want that. Oh, is I make, that, I'm pretty, is that like an incredibly awkward feeling? Oh, I'll make it very clear that that's, it's not going there. Cause that's like, a one, that's a one way street. Cause I think the guy pretty much in every circumstance would be like, even if I don't like this girl, I'd be okay kissing her where no. the girl is not probably not thinking that at all. It's like, I don't want to do that with this yeah. person. 
Well, I can uh, well, say as a general despite, statement, probably. Despite the way that you talk about me, I'm actually a pretty respectful person. Guys are whores, Nate. Uh, You're okay with their kissing you. No, it's totally if, fine. If it's, if it's a legitimate date and it's... No, I mean, I never really have that expectation on any first date. Yeah, I, I, I yeah. think I think you are bold enough, KK, to be like, yeah, no. Yeah. Well, KK is right. Be polite, like, I can just say, like, I can word to end the night and start walking away. Yeah. And then if they, you know... KK's right. In the first 10, 15 minutes, you know how the night's going to go. I just now, there's always going to be, especially if it's like the first or second time you're meeting, there's always nerves. But once you get, like usually mine is, let's go have drinks. Like I don't want to eat in front of you. I think if and, anyone's out there still dating, first dating, I think here's a great line that would work every single time if you don't want to do the kiss thing at the end of the night and you don't know how else to say it. Just say, I think I feel a cold sore coming on. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pass. <laughs> oh and most normal people are going to be like, yeah, okay. Uh, right. No, cool. Go. That sounds right. good. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Yeah, sounds good. Good luck with that. Get some Abreva. I'll be fine. Abreva. Yeah. All right. Uh, are you working, Ross? I'm trying to get shit. You've had headphones on and off for the last five minutes. You're you're doing paperwork over there. I mean, what what's what's going on? You okay? He's looking I'm, at all those docs, and he only knows what the first two set of docs are. He's, he's, so, like, he's so terrified the, of this paperwork, by the way. I know, he is. He's freaking out. The new Alta came back, but I can't, I, I'm too stupid to figure out where it's at and how to print it. So, because anyway. All right, we're going to end this so we can help you do Probably, your job. Yeah, help me do my job. All right. All hey, right. if you need to buy or sell house, by the way, uh, you can call KK, you can call Ross, you can call Nate, you can call Nate's me. Nate's too busy. Don't you can call, call Nate. Well, yeah, Nate, no, Nate's, call me. Nate's, Nate's too busy. Nate's probably on a date. Nate's, <laughs> right. Ouch. Yeah. Nate's probably at the doctor hand. getting his most recent batch I'm gonna, of tests. I'm going to do this. Nate's dad's calling. <laughs> he is. All right. Go answer the phone. It's your dad. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. Another episode of Jump the Shark is in the books. Ross and I hope you had fun with us and we made your week a little better. If you love the show, you can help the show. Please subscribe to us wherever it is you listen to your podcast. You can also show some love by telling others about Charterhouse Real Estate. We have made it easy for you to talk about us by charging sellers a lot less commission. They will thank you for giving them our name. We truly appreciate your support, and we will talk to you next week.